Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 209 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for drawing us closer to you as we read your word. Help us continue to seek you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Mark chapter 3 has for us today. In our reading yesterday, Jesus healed the paralytic and chose a sinner to be one of his disciples. Today, he is extremely angry with the Pharisees. Verse 5 says, And he glanced around at them with vexation and anger, grieved at the hardening of their hearts. This paparazzi of leaders in the church were always trying to find fault with Jesus. Imagine living in that time when the leaders whom you trusted, because there were no others, had no intention besides destroying Jesus, the Messiah. It must have been so confusing. We see how it affected Jesus. He was angry and grieved. He came to his people who rejected him. He desperately wanted to save them, but couldn't. However, he never stopped serving, healing, or teaching. Through all the adversity he experienced, he never stopped. May we step into our calling, no matter the opposition we face. Let's follow Jesus' example. He healed so many people that they were literally falling all over him so that they could at least touch him and receive their healing. The people were desperate for a touch from God. Verse 20 says, Then he went to a house, probably Peter's, but a throng came together again so that Jesus and his disciples could not even take food. He was a superstar of the day, a superhero to the average person, but rejected by the leaders of the church. Both Mary and Jesus thanked God that the poor and humble people were able to see and receive him. We can be thankful he came for us. We don't have to be anything special for him to save us. We are special because he saved us. Let's see what Paul is teaching in Romans chapter 10. Paul's words encourage us believers. There are times we may question whether we are good enough to receive the kingdom of God, but we are assured here that our belief supersedes our goodness. We are only good because of Christ. Verse 9 says, because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord in your heart, believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 11 says, the scripture says, no man who believes in him, who believes in him, who adheres to, relies on, and trusts in him will ever be put to shame or disappointed. There are references to this verse in the book of Psalms, Isaiah, and Jeremiah, which all say the same thing. We can be sure that we are all saved by Christ and will not be disappointed. Paul argues for the Gentiles believing in Christ, even when the Israelites, God's chosen people, did not. Verse 20 tells us, Isaiah wrote, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown, revealed myself to those who did not consciously ask for me. We can be extraordinarily thankful that God chose us to know him before we even thought about him. Let us praise him today. Let's see what's happening with the Israelites in Nehemiah chapters 11 through 13. We have read the people rebuilt the temple and the walls. They held celebrations and learned the law, and they reestablished a covenant with the Lord. Now the city of Jerusalem needed attention. More so, the city needed people to live there. Many of the people had settled in regions around Jerusalem, but not directly in the city, and the city needed to be fortified. So the leaders agreed to live in Jerusalem. Then the people agreed to a lottery system where one in ten agreed to live in the city as well. Lastly, there were some who were willing to leave their land, their friends, and their homes to move into the city. These people were especially blessed. They gave up a lot to move into the difficulties they would experience and left behind the lives they knew and were comfortable living. 
In chapter 12, we read about all the Levites and their positions. The first thing they did was purify themselves to be able to serve the people. We read about the singers who led the people in worship. They led the celebrations and dedications with gladness, with thanksgiving, and with singing, cymbals, harps, and lyres, according to chapter 27. Verse 40 tells us there are two groups of singers who gave thanks in the house of God. There were sacrifices made that day, and the people rejoiced with great joy. Verse 43 even says that women and children were included. Everyone praised God and rejoiced in his name. The people brought their tithes and offerings that were distributed among those who served. Verse 47 says, And all Israel in the days of Zerubbabel and later of Nehemiah gave the daily portions for the singers and the gatekeepers, and they set apart what was for the Levites. And the Levites set apart what was for the sons of Aaron, the priests. All was working according to the plan God had given Moses long ago. Chapter 13 is written some 10 to 12 years after the chapters we've just read. Nehemiah had left just as he promised the king of Persia he would return upon finishing building the wall. He returned to Jerusalem and found the people had returned to their old ways of intermarrying with other nations, working on the Sabbath and not tithing so that the Levites could serve them. Most of the Levites went to their old communities so they could survive. The last half of the chapter is Nehemiah's prayer to God, asking him to remember the deeds he did to help correct this nation. Well, let's see what Psalm chapter 28 will teach us today. This psalm starts out with David pleading with God for help. Verse 6 tells us that David believes God has heard his prayer. And verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my impenetrable shield. My heart trusts and relies on and confidently leans on him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise him. I love that King David shows us how to ask for help in difficult situations, believe God hears our prayers, and then encourages us to turn our hearts to praising God. His belief in God's help is unwavering. No matter what the circumstances King David believes, may our trust and belief in God increase today as we read this psalm. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for being so faithful to us. Thank you for drawing us closer to you as we read your word. Help us trust in you even more today. Increase our faith in you and your ability and willingness to help us in all our circumstances. Keep our eyes on you and not the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.